Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. They found a better way to mortgage so you can focus on making your new house home. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. We'll be in Las Vegas tomorrow and Friday for a special edition of Pharrell on a Bench. Gearing up for the Ortiz-Wilder 2 title rematch. The heavies going at it. At the MGM Grand Garden Arena in San Senator Michael Hub, beautiful baby. Tune in and catch the big showdown Saturday on pay-per-view, also available on the Fox Sports app. Sunday, the NFL on CBS is highlighted by a full afternoon of games, including a NFC South clash between Carolina and New Orleans, and the Raiders on the road against the Jets at MetLife. It all starts with JB and the guys on the NFL today at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, on CBS. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 855-212-4CBS, is brought to you by Geico. Great news. You can save a bunch of money like Carver High did. He switched to Geico. He went to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, he saved 15% on his car insurance. So there you go. Uh, We were talking to Jerry Palm. And I I was like saying, you know, when I was talking to him, remember I said that literally I was looking at the schedule as I was talking to him, and I I just was like, the games this week are atrocious. Aren't they? They're they're just awful. It's that week, like Western Carolina, Alabama, Samford, and Auburn. I mean, what could be worse? This is the week where everybody gets kind of candy ass, like a bye week before you play your big rivalry games next week, Thanksgiving weekend. I mean, all these games are to Arkansas, LSU, terrible. And outside of the Ohio State Penn State game, but there's you know. just uh, it's just awful. Memphis, South Florida, who cares? Purdue, Wisconsin. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, Minnesota, I, Northwestern. Minnesota, Northwestern, like Northwestern's a. Just uh, they're the laughing stock of the Big Ten, aren't they? This year they are. This year, but I don't know. Texas Baylor, I guess, sounds decent, but I could just as easily well, have a Baylor, ham sandwich with cheddar to, on it. If Baylor wants to have another crack at Oklahoma and try to do it again. They blew that massive lead, of course, Saturday night against the Sooners. Right. They want another crack at them. They got to win out here. They got to win their last couple games. So and- let me ask you this question. The Oklahoma comeback against Baylor was so good. It was so impressive to me. It really was. You're down 28-3 at the half or whatever it was. They were down 28-3. I don't know when it was, but they were down 28 Second half, yeah. Listen, you come back, and, and it was in Waco. You come back on the road and win that game, which is what they did. And in overtime, right? You can't tell me, uh, uh, in regulation, whatever. You Okay, you can't tell me that that's not, like brownie points, I, I they have to be. They they literally have to be. They didn't move because it seems like the committee does not care or respect the Big Twelve this year. I think they're still nine. They're right? nine. That is garbage. I, I think they deserve. And they didn't. They didn't respect Baylor before they. While they were still undefeated, they were thirteenth. I'm willing to bet you right now. 
any amount of money, I would bet Oklahoma would kick Oregon and Utah's ass six ways till Sunday if they played them in a game. If or- if Oklahoma played Oregon or Utah on a neutral field, they would be a touchdown favorite. And they'd win by two touchdowns. And then I think they're better than both of them. And I think, do you think Oklahoma can beat Penn State? Yes. I mean, Indiana almost beat them. <laughs> yeah, I think that Oklahoma could beat Penn State. So I have. Do you think Oklahoma? I think Oklahoma right now. I'm even going to say it. I think they can beat Mac Jones and Alabama. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to go there. I I just here's the problem with them. It's a down year, quote unquote, for the Big Twelve. The committee clearly doesn't care for the Big Twelve, and they've got a. You know, I don't want to say a bad loss at Kansas State, but you know they they've got a loss. It's it's that simple. I think that their loss is better than, you know, Utah's loss. Utah lost at USC, who's not good this year. So, What in the world is going on at uh, Penn State with this quarterback getting death threats? Yeah, that's just ridiculous, uh, honestly. What is happening there? These are college kids, okay? Now, it, this shouldn't be done to anybody on any level. You shouldn't be sending anybody death threats. This college quarterback, I mean, come on, because they lost to Minnesota? Get a life, man. You got to be kidding me. I just cannot believe the state police or the Penn State police are aware of the allegations that have been uh, providing support for the affected student, which is uh, Sean Clifford, the quarterback of Penn State. He got death threats. James Franklin said he was there to uh, give Clifford support, as he would with any of his players. After learning about, about the incident, Franklin made comments during his media session that uh, thanking loyal and positive fans uh, which was not a – it was like a dig at, at fans, you know, with the negative comments. I don't know where we are as a society. It's concerning. We're 9-1. and one. We're ranked in the top 10, I think. We're pretty good. We're based uh, on most people's standards. And sometimes you go on social media and, and you wouldn't uh, feel that way. Uh, Franklin recalled death threats directed at former Penn State kicker Sam uh, uh, Ficken, uh, I think his name is, uh, and noted – that it's not just the Nittany Lions fan base doling out uh, trolling comments and over-the-line messages. You hate to see it, but the sad thing is it's part of uh, the reality of our society right now. You see that in a lot of areas. The last thing I want to do is get into other things besides football right now, but you see a lot of things that uh, are behaviors in our society now that we accept, and I don't know why we are accepting that. You see things from a violence perspective, and you see uh, things in uh, people in positions, how they're conducting themselves, just a lot of things that we're accepting in our society that we would never have accepted before. That's that, what he's saying right there, clearly, in my view, is that he's saying there's people in positions, how they conduct themselves. What he's saying there is, if you ask me, saying that uh, our president uh, sets that standard for acting like an idiot Right, like in in like embarrassing stuff. Like it's so embarrassing. I don't care if you're. Uh, I don't get into politics. I don't care if you're a Republican or Democrat. You cannot tell me that the way that guy behaves and lies through his teeth. I don't care what you say. I don't care who you like or what you're into or who you vote for. I could care less. But you cannot tell me that that's not embarrassing. It, it's so embarrassing. It's just lying and being just disgusting and all this other stuff. Who needs that? I I, I don't get it. But back to reality, I I could care less about politics. But I got to tell you, this thing bothers me. Why? Why in God's name, a team is nine and one? They lose a game. So what? So what? You have got to be kidding me that some kid that has had like the season of his life, right? I mean, no one's ever heard of Sean Clifford, right? Who cares about him, right? Didn't they McSorley leave there? What was that the kid's name? So. 
this kid replaces him, right? And he's done a great job, right? And then you lose a game to an undefeated team, right? And then his own fans give him death threats? How absolutely pathetic are you as a human being? Seriously, how ferrelled up do you have to be to threaten someone's life over a game? You need to rot in hell. You need to go have your ass beat. That Now, see, listen, where I come from, honestly, let's be clear. Where I come from, you do something like that, someone's going to beat your ass. That's what's going to happen to you. You need to have your ass beat. Someone that does that, now people say, well, you're, doing, you're condoning the same thing. No, I'm not. If you threaten some kid's life, somebody needs to slap you around and just, you know, make some sense out of your stupidity with you. You need to learn a lesson. The fact of the matter is, if you threaten someone's life, some college football player's life over a football game, you should go to jail. I, I don't, I think you need to spend a few weeks in jail to, you know, get a reality check, you moron. Are you kidding me? Like, how absolutely laughable and embarrassing is that for Penn State to have that image? Their fans are so drunk and stupid. Honestly, don't even tell me they're not. They got 105,000 people there screaming and yelling, and you mean to tell me you lose a football game and you, you threaten the kid's life? Some, some college quarterback? I mean, what is next? You're going to kill the high school quarterback's parents if, they, if the kid loses a game? You're going to kill his mom and dad? Like, do you, have you ever seen these parents attacking refs and punching coaches and go, jumping on the field with a gun or a knife? Like, you have got to be Pharrell and kidding me. How demented are we as a society that we care that much about? Now, listen, people bet on sports, right? It's a problem, right? People get crazy about betting. But I have never in my life seen anyone lose a bet. I have never seen it and, and threaten someone's life over it. They just, you know, I've seen people get depressed or get drunk or, you know, ruin their day or ruin their weekend or they get, you know, maybe lock the hotel room and, you know, do bad things with drugs or something. I don't, I, I don't understand that. I, I really don't. I've never seen anyone threaten to kill someone over a bet or a, a loss of a football game. You gotta be kidding me. Like, how disgusting is that? That guy, whoever did that, should be ashamed of themselves. You're a loser of epic proportions. I mean, you are the biggest loser ever. How much of a tool do you have to be to do that? To actually take the time out of your miserable, re repulsive, disgusting, pathetic life to write a letter to some kid and threaten his life. I mean, honestly, I, I really, I mean it. Like, I listen, I see these movies. I love movies, right? I went to see The Irishman or whatever, and they just shoot people right in the face. That guy, you know, I hate to say it, but that's what he needs. Someone to shoot him in the face. Now, I know people say, well, you're doing the same thing. You know what? Good. Because the guy that did that to that kid not only deserves to have his ass beat, but he deserves to be shot in the face to see how he likes it, see how his family likes it. Do you think his wife and children are proud of daddy that goes out or some kid or some loser tool that does that to some kid? Are you kidding me? I mean, what are you doing with your pathetic life? I mean, honestly, who cares? Like, honestly, here's me after I lose a bet or I lose a game. I'm like, oh, that sucks. 
So, like, I watched the Islanders beat the Penguins last night. I didn't like it. I bet on the Islanders. But that, what I didn't like about it was the Penguins led the game twice by two goals. And then when they tied it the second time, I was sitting there with my sister-in-law. I said, oh, this game's over. The Islanders are going to score in overtime, guaranteed, because the Penguins are skating backwards. The entire overtime, they were skating backwards. Even when they had the puck, they were going backwards. You know, with the old circle back behind the net? You know you suck when you're skating behind your own net in overtime to set up shop when you're three on three. So what did I do when the game was over? I'll tell you what I did. I didn't threaten anyone's life. I didn't uh, jump off a roof. I didn't stick a needle in my arm. I changed the channel and watched the Lakers. That's what I did. I went, I, I saw that coming. And I went 11-2 and two in my hockey bets, and I picked the Islanders. I bet, on, I bet against my team all the time because I'm not going to kill anyone when they lose. What, you think I have something to do with it? But, but do I have something to do with the game? I have nothing to do with these teams or their losses or their pathetic choke jobs or some kid losing a college football game. It's so funny to me. I had a guy. Did you see this guy? Mavia tweets me that I, I got the college football game wrong the other night. Do you know how many bets I hit? I mean, I, it is staggering the number of bets that I hit. Staggering. I've hit 73% in the NFL this week. 73% of the bets I made covered. I am Elvis, okay? And then I got some idiot tweets me, you got the game wrong tonight. You suck. Well, no, you suck and your girlfriend's fat and ugly and smells. How's that sound? I don't care what you think of me, ever, and I never will. I don't give two shacks what anyone thinks when I get a bet wrong. Kiss my ass. Death threats. You got to be kidding me. I mean, honest to God, what, what world do we live in that you threaten some, high, some college quarterback because they lost a game? I mean, you got to be Weren't they undefeated? <laughs> it's unbelievable. How pathetic is that? That is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life, that someone's threatening that kid's life. you got to be kidding me. I, I mean, it really is. I hope they find the guy that did it. I really do, and I hope he goes to jail. I really do. Or I hope, and you heard me again, I quote again, I hope someone beats his ass. I hope you have your face beat in and your eyeballs are rolling out of your head on the ground in cement as someone's smashing your face on cement on a curb, right on the face. With a, and I hope they take a baseball bat to your back of your head, too. How do you like that? You like that? I hope you get some of that. Can you imagine some college quarterback has to take, deal with that? I mean, honest to God, it makes me sick to my stomach. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. Mavi just told me in the uh, break that he thinks I should uh, go to Mass. I don't know what that was all about, but like maybe you should go back to see Father Sean and discuss some of your feelings. And then he also was mad at me tonight when I couldn't find a parking spot and I got very angry. Well, I think the thing that made me angry, Mafia, was the guy in the Charger on up on whatever street, Van Dam, Claude Van Dam Avenue, where he was driving one mile an hour on purpose. As you know, I'm not wrong. He was doing it on purpose. Right, he was, because first we pulled up, and there was, like, the construction on the one side, and then him and all his friends, like, had the people are out of the car saying goodbye, and then they're waiting for her to go inside and make sure she gets inside before they pull away. As there's three cars behind him, but then... So you give him one honk, and then he's going to be like, all right, well, I'm going to be a jerk and go slow down the road then. And it's like, you know and what? And missed the light. Yeah. And so what did I do? You sped past him, almost took him out, and 
Went right by and over into the next block. Okay, and then we couldn't find a parking spot. So nope, by the, by too much the, construction around here. By the time I found a parking spot, Carver High, can you find a parking spot anymore at this place? It's extremely hard. Um, it's unbelievable. I mean, I get here obviously a little bit earlier than you. Uh, it's some nights are hit or miss. It's brutal. Yeah, I, I, I'm like I'm parked a mile away. I can't even take it. I wear like, flip flops. I don't wear pants. Like, I, yeah, tonight I actually because the, on the night when I the once a week when I come in here real early to do aisle seat, I um I'm here right before the meters start end. So the meter goes to seven. Right. So at six forty five, it's still a little empty out there because people don't want to. So you get lucky. So I could get there and you know either just risk it or pay the meter for ten minutes, which isn't awful. Do you risk it? And then usually I'll throw throw the dollar in or fifty cents, whatever it is to to get the meter for that till seven. I hate this place so much. But no, I, but, I really do hate it. But on the other nights, this when place I get is here, hell on earth. There are nights where I got to circle a couple times before I get a spot in front. Oh my God, it's so brutal. I don't and know the, why that bus got to sit out there every night. They the uh, the bus that sits out there, absolutely no reason for it. You mean that the church thing? Yeah. Oh, I hate those people. They wonder why people hate them. Seriously. And then how about the mail uh, trucks? Can't they have like their own garage or something? Right. Is, what is the deal with the U.S. Postal Service they taking up fifty? They, they got spots? a whole building out there over there. They got a whole, their entire building. Like FedEx has their and UPS have their own buildings, right? And they park their own trucks in their own building. Why is it that the Postal Service parks in front of where all the people park? Well, even the UPS takes up half the, that block on the other side of the right. Not on Hudson, the other side. They take that all up, even though they have that giant warehouse that is two different sides, you know, a million buildings. Right, a million. Uh, you know, spots in garages. Uh, it's unbelievable. I don't even know. I live in hell is all I know. I live in absolute hell. I'm not even making this stuff up. And you wonder why I cuss and get angry? It's amazing to me how nice you are. You're too nice. I'm the perfect New Yorker. I'm just a D, and I got a foul mouth. And I'm right. I don't even want to be right. I can't even stand it coming here anymore. I, I can't even stand coming in here. I, it makes me sick to my stomach. You're lucky I even do this thing anymore. I swear to God, it's such a pain in my ass coming here. It's not even worth it. I, I don't. I don't make enough money to come here and deal with this crap. And I mean it. You can quote me on that. Send that down the hall. I don't care what they think of me, David in Buffalo. I really don't. I could give a rat's ass. I'm too old to put up with crap. David, go ahead. What's up, Pharrell? How you doing tonight? I'm man? miserable. <laughs> uh, a couple things, man. I want to jump in. Uh... Just driving, listening to the show tonight. Love a couple things I was going to say, though. Uh, first off, about the Bills. Uh, I love the game plan on Sunday. they got to ru keep running the football, man. That's what this comes down to. This team's going to go anywhere. Run the ball and then, you know, have Allen throw it about 30 times, you know, if they want to win. The other point I want to make is about the Sabres. The Sabres have been playing like crap for a few weeks now. Mike Babcock's available. What do you think about this team making an offer to him? Because you know what? I feel like they, this team's going absolutely nowhere. They've sucked for years. Why not give him an offer that he can't resist? What do you think, man? Well, I, listen, I don't. I actually don't follow that thinking because uh, they just hired their coach, and uh, I don't believe that. My, I think Mike Babcock. He's made a boatload of money, and he is now. He's going to get paid. He's going to get paid out. They're going to. They owe him so much money. Your head would spin. And let me tell you something. He doesn't need to work for five years to I – mean, he's going to have so much money. He'll never have to work another day in his life. So why would he – honestly, I'll be honest with you. Why would he want to be the head coach of the Buffalo Sabres? I mean, I'm serious. The, that would be, that to him, an insult. 
because he has coached the Detroit Red Wings to Stanley Cup glory, and he went to Toronto, one of the most you know profitable franchises in, in sports. And and Anaheim and and what did he do there? Win the cup? He started in Anaheim. He went to the finals. He didn't win. He lost okay. to the Devils. So he has had three really good jobs. And I think it's you're gonna have to, literally I actually believe Carver, you're gonna have to pry him out of his house to get another NHL well, coaching. Well here's job. here's the other problem too. He's got a couple years left on the deal, so you, are you picking up the tab on the six and a half million that he gets paid a year? Uh you know, uh, no, you're not. And here's the other thing with Buffalo. They just hired Kruger. They love him up there. They started great again like last year. I know they haven't played well the last couple of weeks. You're not firing a guy six weeks into um, his tenure as the head coach. No way. You're just not doing it. Because they'll, they'll be paying him. And also, there was talk when Babcock went to Toronto that he kind of stuck it to Buffalo and used them to get the price up because they were trying to hire him at the same time. So now you want him to go back after, you know, allegedly screwed him back in the day, and now you want him to go be the coach and throw the guy out right. after six weeks? It's not happening. It's not okay? happening. It's just not. Where's he going to end up? He could coach again next year. I mean, find a team that's willing to pick up the tab. I'm sure the Rangers are willing. If Quinn has a bad year, you want to pick up the tab? Rangers love spending money. Maybe they would do it. Who knows? But he's, like you said, he's got more money than God right now from coaching the he Toronto Maple Leafs. He doesn't need to do anything. He doesn't. I and, actually and, believe his next job will be as a front office suit. And power. Let, and, and, and here's another thing. Hasn't the bloom, like, come off the rose a little bit with him? Because ever since that night that the Penguins beat him at the Joe for that cup, you want to know what he's done? 2009. Zero. In game okay? seven. He's made the playoffs every year but one, and in and almost all those years he lost in the first round. Okay? Right. That includes Detroit, the last few years there, and since he's been in Toronto. He did nothing in Toronto. And I'm not nothing. saying he's a bad coach, okay? I'm not saying that. He was a but good he's, coach. But he's not the god that Anymore. some people make him out to I be. I like the way you put it. The rose, the, the shine, or whatever you said. Right. The the bloom's off the rose. Right. There right. you go. Uh, that's exactly what's happened to him. He just don't matter anymore. But he's got all that money. He's so got a lot of it. How do you feel about him being a, a GM or a president of a I team? I mean, I'm sure that that uh, will eventually come to pass. I think you'll see him lay low for the next year, year and a half. Collect Once that price tag gets a little bit less, that... Uh, you'd have to pay whatever the deal is. I don't even think he likes media. I don't think he wants a TV job. No, he's not that type of guy no. either. I think he's just uh, either uh, a lot of money coaching, which I don't even. I actually don't even see it. I don't see him coaching again. You I know see what him he'll being do? He'll suit. go. He'll go coach. You know, Canada in the worlds, and he'll oh, go coach. Whatever. I'm, I mean, that, he'll do that there stuff. There we go. He'll do that stuff. You ain't trots. He ain't here the best we, coach in the we, NHL. That's here sure. we go. Gonna go coach the Canadian team to glory, huh? My ass. He did such a great well, job up that in was Canada. His other, that was his other big claim to fame. Is he got those all those gold medals for Team Canada when they were still sending the pros to the Olympics in fourteen and in Oh, he had know. so much to do with that. With that lineup, that lineup could have beaten any team on earth. Well, that's what the exactly. Without a coach. But they bought into his system. Oh, shut the Pharrell up. Shut Two up. Two week tournament shut up. they bought into his system. Please, my ass. That team was so loaded, they made the Russian Red Army look bad. It's Honest true. to God, please. Let's get an update. I'm in a I'm in a foul mood tonight. I can't even believe I got to go to an airport at 4.30 in the morning. Mafia, you're going to have to cool me down. Maybe some black tea or something. Is that the one that makes you high or makes you happy? Which one calms you down? What's the one you drink that calms you down? Nothing? 
Peppermint's good for We're doomed. <laughs> There's nothing that can calm me down right now. I'm going to go eat a bowl of your shepherd's pie. Mafia made me a tub of shepherd's pie and, and meat lasagna, and I've eaten it 15 times since he made it. I ate the entire thing. Both, I mean, they were both the size of an army. These, he, brought, he brought enough food to the funeral for an army, and I ate all of it, literally, by myself. I think I was the only one that ate it all. Well, I think Steph family, ate it. Well, I know, but screw them. Uh, who needs friends? Anyway, my my family had, like, my wife had some of it. She had, like, the lasagna, I think, a couple pieces, and then I ate 95% of it. And, I mean, I ate all of it, dude. I ate it till I had gas. I mean, I ate, I'm going to eat it some more right now. I've been eating it for four days. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. I don't, I, I, I don't respect that at all. I really don't. I, I, zero, I have zero respect for that. Zero. Anyway, uh, we're back, and uh, here's what I need to tell you about. It's more important than oxygen and water. Pharrellonthebench.com. Killer picks for cheap with amazing results. House uh, 73% in the NFL last week. So on Sunday and Monday, I hit everything. I, I literally hit everything. And it's the sixth time in 11 weeks that I'm over 70%. No one on the face of the earth does that. Anywhere. Vegas or otherwise. I'm the best. That's it. Period. Pharrellonthebench.com. College football for the season, 67%. I had another big week in college football. All I do is rake for you. Pharrellonthebench.com. NBA is ridiculous. College basketball, even better. NHL, last night, 11-2. and two. Sorry I got those two games wrong. Maybe I'll get some death threats. Uh, Pharrellonthebench.com. Hide the money from your wife. Trust me, everyone that's a member loves it. More than water. Not beer, though. And vodka. So, Mafia, are you excited to be going to Las Vegas with me tonight after the show? Of course. Always good to get out of here for a little bit, especially during the winter, go out to Sin City. It's not going to be warm as it usually is when we go out there, but... I heard it's miserable. Yeah, it's going to be, you know, not much. It's going to be like 10 degrees warmer if that. No, I heard it's like a a high the whole time we're there, like 58 of of a high. It was like Saturday is going to be 58, but when we're there Thursday and Friday, it's supposed to be like 50. Yeah, literally. But to us, that's like normal. That's a great day to us. Right, that's just fall. That's no big deal for us. I mean, it's going to be good to be out there and see another big fight. I mean, it's always fun to go out there and watch these, you know, events. And I think even, I think the Knights are at home again on Saturday night. We might have to try to do that double dip again. Whoa! I think they're playing the Oilers Saturday night. Whoa! Whoa! Wait a minute, David. Are we? Whoa! You're telling me we we're going to slip over like we did last time? I think we should try. What did we do last time? And then when is the fight? At like uh, nine east or, or nine west, right? Well, I think the the card starts like nine east, but no, but that's BS. That's, the yeah, fight's right. at midnight. But there's two good, the two fights that we really want to see, and that's it. So the fight's at nine west. So if we went at seven, as long as we left by eight fifteen, we'd make it. Right, we get back over, see the Leo Santa Cruz fight, and then watch the main event. Who cares about him? I love Leo, but I, I, honestly, like I I just want to go to the fight. The main fight, and what do I care about anything else? That's a great idea. So what, when we get there, you make that call? Yeah, we'll send an email over there, see if we can set it up. Oh, I like the way you think. I was going to say, because we could get some prostitutes or something. Are we on, actually? Check one, two. Uh, (laughs) I was thinking, there's some other things we could do in Vegas. On Saturday, Friday, Friday night. I gamble on good college football, apparently. It's bad. They're, not but, even worth you going know, here. No, it's not worth going here. But there are a couple games, and what's really good is the college hoops, NBA, and NHL. That's where the action is. Right. It, it really is because 
That's always good. And the college football this week is a drag. It really is. Mafia, tell them uh, about the college rack. Now, I know you don't have any numbers off the top of your head, but in all honesty, remember the first night I went 17-4 and four in bets. And since then, I have been on a college basketball tear unequaled in the history of the world. I mean, I have been hitting more college basketball games than anyone ever. Yeah, you're all over it so far in the early going. Even with these big spreads, you've had a lot of nice winners. Even dogs. Yeah. Hitting dogs like crazy. I'm watching a good game right now. Boise and uh, BYU, 57-56. BYU at the line. Minute 48 left in Boise. And BYU ties the game. Got a great game going tonight there in uh, Boise. Good evening, Boise. I know everyone's at the game, so they're not listening to me. I think I'm on probably after the game or something. Later, much later, after the post game. But I know we're very popular in Boise. Then again, uh, where aren't we popular? Seriously. I scour the North America like no other. Seriously. It's just like my bets. I'm better than everyone at that, and I'm also bigger than everyone. I hate to say it. Hate me all you want. It's true. There's nothing worse than being right. I mean, honestly, uh, Carver, I, where aren't we? Seriously. I mean, we're in the Southern Hemisphere, too. Like, Carver High doesn't care about the Caribbean, but I do. And I actually, with the SiriusXM app, we're on literally, uh, they're listening to us in, like, St. Croix on the beach. St. Kitts. What up, Nevis? Shake out. Ooh, I think it's Nevis. I was there, and I still don't know how to pronounce it. Lord have mercy. Didn't I say something uh, repulsive at the eulogy of the church about uh, the president or something? Or no, the ex-presidents. Didn't I say that one, Mafia, the Bushes? I bashed them on the, at the pulpit. Yeah, you said that Billy O was, uh, you know, staunch Republican, always argued about your politics and said blue in the face, and that uh, he would say how great the Bushes were and you hated it, but now they look great compared to what we have. Right. Have you seen that stuff going on with the uh, impeachment? I have, yeah. Have you watched it? I haven't watched it. I've been keeping up on what's been going on. Like, I'm not going to sit there and watch these people talk, but I'll see what they said later on. So when I went home after the funeral, they actually had it on in my house, and, like, uh, Delusional was watching it literally with Jess for four hours. They sat at my house for four hours watching the impeachment hearings. And I was like, I was in the kitchen watching NBA. I, I was like, what are you doing, man? I can't do it. Robert in Maryland, you're on CBS Sports Radio. All right, Scotty, my usual yingling for a nightcap, if I may, please. I got you. Pharrell Pub's open and flowing. All right, my best wishes to your family as you go through these Thank days. You. Thank uh, you. Man. I wish you the best on that, my It's friend. all good. It's over. There's nothing else to say. All right, two comments. Uh, one on Babcock, just a thought. I think he may do uh, TV for a year. He may wind up in that uh, Seattle expansion team. We'll see what happens with that. But more importantly, as I always like to chime in, uh, another nice show by Lamar and the Ravens last week. They're really doing it now. Uh, I think this four-and-a-half uh, uh, spread against the Rams, uh, they're inviting you to bet on the Rams. I think they're going to kick their you-know-what. What do you feel on that game? Yeah, I'm on, uh, the Ram- I'm on the Ravens in that game. I think they're just flat-out better than the Rams. I think the Rams are average at best this year. They are certainly not the team that went to the Super Bowl and uh, no one's talking about the genius anymore, are they? They've moved on from him. He was a genius for five minutes. Remember, he was the smartest guy in the history of football. Sean McVay, the greatest coach since Lombardi. A genius, smarter than all of us. Knows everything, knows every play that he ever uh, ran in every game. He's an absolute 
it's it's just the most incredible thing the the abilities that he has to be smarter than all of us and the bottom line is this is that i love watching his team just suck i mean they have just been average at best i don't care what anybody says now uh, anything's possible in the nfl we know that so when you think you've got it all figured out and when you least expect it uh, the strangest things happen it's called every sunday right in the nfl you have no idea what's going to happen in these games you have no idea who's going to be. There's always one or two big ones, right, that upset what is supposed to happen. There's always a couple games you get wrong and that you thought you had figured out and completely. Like last week, I, Mavi, what was I, 12-1 and one in money lines in the NFL? I, I got one game wrong. So, uh, you know, I've been really good at it, and uh, I, I like the Ravens. So they're just – they're a really good football team this year, right? They are doing everything right. Their quarterback's unstoppable, and he's just lighting everyone up. And their defense has been surprisingly pretty good. And uh, the Rams, all they do now is it's pretty simple, right? They run the ball, and then they throw to Cooper Cup. That's it. That's their whole team. They have nothing else. They they're literally... hoping that they're going to get uh, Cooks back on Monday night, which could help them out. He's missed the last few games with a concussion. Yeah. But I'm with you. I just think that at this point. You know what he is? He's Deshaun Jackson. He'll come back and play one game, get hurt again, and that'll be the end of him. Yeah, look, unfortunately, that's the way it's been for him this year. I just think that the league went to work on this guy's playbook over the last, you know, the entire offseason. And uh, they've dialed in a little bit on what they do offensively. And it doesn't help that Gurley hasn't been the same player. I don't think – remember the guy said before about the Bills, too. He talked about the Bills and the Sabres. The Bills, to me, I I like the run the pound the ball thing, but he's not throwing the ball 30 times a week, is he? Uh, yeah, he is. He's throwing <laughs> it 30 times a week. He's been throwing it in the 30 area, yeah, more than that. Every throwing the ball a lot. Really? Oh, yeah, they've been coming out slinging. That's what they – and that's that's the thing that killed them in the Cleveland game. They were, they were playing the 30th-ranked rush defense, and they threw the ball 41 times. You know, it's just uh, – Oh, no, he wants to throw. He's throwing the football. Right. Look, I, I know he had a great game on Sunday, and you love to see the improvement, but it's the same story all year long. You know, everybody's going to say it was against the Dolphins. So, you know, the weeks before that when the Dolphins were playing tough, you know, it was the Dolphins are playing tough, but then the Dolphins went back to the Dolphins, and it's, oh, well, you know, you beat the Dolphins. It is what it is. The stretch is coming for the Bills. Starts next week. Dallas, Baltimore. Steelers and Patriots, four weeks in a row. So we'll see what they're made of. So, and then they have the Broncos this week. Broncos at home, at home this week. Which, they, with their defense, they should make that Allen kid look stupid, right? With the way the Bill D is at home. You would think. That kid should have a tough time. Now, that kid went into Minnesota last Sunday and had a 20 nothing lead. Right. I couldn't believe that. And they that. blew that game. The Bill D should have their way with him. Vikings did not cover. I hit that money line, but I didn't hit the uh, spread in that game. Uh, Brian in Jacksonville, I got 40 seconds. What's the last thing Tiger Woods accomplished? Do you have any idea? Yeah, he won in Japan, and then he named the President's Cup team, and then today Kepka pulled out, and he named Fowler, who he screwed over the first time when he made the decision. So Tiger played uh, great in Japan. So, I mean... You know, I, 80 second victory, most all time. Right, it's no incredible. Problem. It's incredible. So I have no problem with his game. You're the only person, and I listen to a lot of sports talk radio. You are the only person that have you mentioned that before? I was on a no, I, I never mentioned it. I've been off. I, my father in law died, but I watched him win 
Uh, and I, I actually watched a lot of the footage of that tournament. I, you know, I like Tiger. I've always liked him, and I've always rooted for him. And I love when he's uh, playing well in tournaments like everyone else. When he's in a tournament on a Saturday and a Sunday, it's, you know, must-see TV. So it's that simple. And I think the President's Cup team will be really tough. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.